0: Boogeyman is real, and you found him. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bearded Horror Review. My name is Dan, aka the Boogeyman. And on this podcast, I will be reviewing a movie, either a new release or a classic. I will go through it in non-spoilers and then in spoilers. And I will tell you whether I think the movie is worth a watch or not, in my humble opinion. Um, And this week, I will be talking about a movie that I have been warned by many people not to watch, which makes me want to watch it even more. Um, Let's face it, reviews, you can't just watch all the ones that you already know are good. Uh, You have to watch everything, and then you make up your own mind from there. Um, I've always been like that. If someone told me a film wasn't very good or that they liked a film or whatever, I always tried to make my own opinion first. I didn't try and go, well, they say it's bad, so I'm not going to watch it. Um, Because when I was younger, people would say that to me and then I would watch a film and then I'd be like, everyone said this film was bad and I really like it. Uh, Case in point, a couple of films from my youth are the Rocky films. Uh, I had a few friends that didn't like the Rocky films. It was just about boxing, Uh, but they're not just about boxing. Um, Then uh, things like uh, Dark City uh, is, is a film that I watched that a lot of people just said was not good, and I watched it, and I absolutely love Dark City. Uh, so I learned the hard way to kind of stop listening to people's opinions and just go, okay, well, I'll go watch it still anyway. Thank you for letting me know what you think. I really like that you've told me that. Um So, yeah, maybe we might have the same opinion and we can talk about it. That's the kind of the idea that I go in with on watch films. And when I, I talk to my friends about films, I talk about how I felt about it and then go from there. Because there's a lot of films in the world, there's a lot of different genres of film, and I can understand why people like all of them. Um, like myself, really, I might be putting my foot in it here, I don't know, but I'm not a big fan of the Fast and the Furious films. I know they make billions of dollars, uh, but I, I, I'm just not a, a fan Um uh, but I can see why people like them you know they're big they're bold there's action uh in the original there's dVds and then they went to space for i don't know how they make that leap but they did uh the rock is there sometimes <laughs> you know it's they're fun films uh but you' know just not for me which is fine uh every film has its audience and that's what's gonna are gonna be the kind of the focus of the, of, uh, the review today um I try and look at it with a lens of just, you know, how I was entertained by it, how I feel about it. However, I try and pick out some good points about films and bad points and then, you know, uh, see how you might feel about it. Um, I just talk about, you know, my own opinion and my own experience. Um, yeah, so this film I was warned off is <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Um, if you don't know about this film, basically... Uh, the winnie the Pooh stories you know the books from years ago and then the the, the classic uh shows and films that, that we all grew up with um are out of license so therefore people can make things about them uh, people can make their own versions um and someone has decided to do a horror movie version of Winnie the Pooh um yeah I this was announced in 2022 and I kept seeing stills online and and people talking about it um when i was uh, on mainly on social media or on instagram i follow a lot of kind try- of horror accounts trying follow fangoria and and uh, pieces like that and just you know horror podcasters and uh horror um just horror accounts a lot of horror accounts there's so many out there um and there's some really good ones and there's some people that do things that i do or they'll do like written reviews or you know there's there's things that keep up talk about upcoming films and things like that and upcoming shows. Uh, there's things for like the, for the love of horror. That's uh, a really good kind of um, convention that happens that talks about all these kinds of things. There's Fright Fest in London. Uh, so there's lots of stuff for you to keep up to date and see what's coming and see how people feel about things that are coming out. And I, I saw a lot of different accounts talking about Winnie the Pooh. That it was a Winnie the Pooh horror movie coming And it was just a few stills of Winnie the Pooh and the design of him. And I was like, for better or worse, I am seeing this movie. I am not expecting high art, but I may be entertained by it. Which is, if you've listened to my previous episodes, you'll know that I just like to be entertained by a movie. It doesn't have to be sending a message or um, incredible, uh, or, you know, the best film I've ever seen. Um, The sending a message bit is something that we will talk about in the review of this film, which is a strange thing to say about a film called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. But there it is. Um, yeah, so I, I, I again, if you listen to previous episodes, you know that I, I even though I, I get excited for films and I try and see things about them, I do try and avoid trailers. I didn't see one single trailer for this. I think every time I was on YouTube, um, I'd get at least one trailer uh, and I'd get like five seconds in and I'd skip it because I don't want to see anything about it, but I, I saw basically the very first five seconds of a couple of trailers. Um, so, yeah, I, I eventually watched this the last weekend. Um, I, I went on Amazon Prime and rented it. I was not buying it <laughs> because I didn't know if it was worth it. I mean, I know I've got some weird films in my collection, including The Velocipasta. Pasta. Um, it's a film I definitely want to talk about at some point. Um you may have seen the synopsis for the Velocipasta knocking around on the internet because it was going around as a meme. Uh, But yeah, I've got a lot of films in my collection, but I still wasn't sure if I should buy this one. So I rented it on Amazon Prime and I watched it and I will now have to do the review. So from now we're gonna do a non-spoiler review of Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. So Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey came out in 2023. Um It had very limited release, as far as I could tell. But it's one of those films, you know, it picked up hype from the internet. Um, I actually have the IMDb open for once of this film, so I can remember some things about it. I I Previous episodes I talked about, I am just crap at remembering people's names. Uh, So I just kind of like say the the char- this this character like the young teen character or the, the 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 female protagonist or something like that uh but you know i've got it up so i could remember winnie the pooh's name um <laughs> but yeah um I, yeah so this film essentially is set um a number of years later uh where christopher robin eventually uh, who, you know, was the person who, who grew up and used to, the young boy that used to play with Honey the Pooh, Winnie the-, Honey the Pooh, fuck, <laughs> Winnie the Pooh and all the others, you know, Tigger and Piglet, and he used to, to hang out with them in uh, the woods. And um, he, when he turned 18, he decided that he couldn't come back anymore. He had to get on with his life. Um, and he decided to leave he went to college he said to grow up and do things with his life and there's like a cartoon kind of um introduction to the film that explains this uh when winnie the pooh and all the others decided that they were you know they were they they, they were never going to talk again they felt that christopher robin abandoned them abandoned them and you know they they couldn't find food because christopher robin used to always bring them food uh, and now they've st- they 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 were they decided to go back to their more animalistic feral ways, decided never to speak again. Um, and then, years later, Christopher Robin has decided to return uh, to see his his friends. Uh, he's been going to therapy. You know he, he 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 needs to know that they're real and they're okay. And he takes his his new partner with him. And, and that's the start of the film. From there, it, it switches to uh, a group of young women uh, staying in a house uh, in the woods that they, they, they reside in. Um, you know, the Winnie the Pooh guys. They've rented a house on like Airbnb or something. And they've all gone there. And the main female has an issue. And then one by one, they get picked off by Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. That's the plot not giving anything away i mean it, the film itself okay uh it is just uh it's just one of them um it's a very strange idea so the premise is is a very good idea i think you know take something from our childhood which has happened in films before and in stories and you know you do a more adult version you, you um Take that that idea and and you change it into something else, and it's a very good thing to do. So it has been done well in the past. Um, I remember, you know, they, they they did the a couple of YouTubers mainly have to, I've nailed it. The adult um, like futuristic Power Rangers kind of short that was made on YouTube is amazing. Like the the, the brutally violent Power Rangers thing or the the reimagined Mortal Combat one. Uh, really good um, but this they had the idea what if beloved childhood characters became serial killers or more like slasher killers because essentially that's what is is happening it's a slasher movie this is a slasher um, but the execution isn't good uh, it's it's just not Um in my in my opinion you know it, it could have been so much better um the acting is is terrible um there's a mix of c. g. i and practical effects throughout this film, and the c g. i even even though very sparing really does stand out. it's not very good at all um the The plot is just so basic like it has this idea that it could be something, and after about fifteen minutes, it changes and becomes this very generic, very straightforward. Uh, kind of slasher movie. You know, we've seen it a million times before, and, and I'm never saying that's a bad. I, I like slashes. I so love slashes. You know, I know what I'm getting with a slasher. Um, however, I think this film really missed the mark of something that they could have made. It became very generic. The acting is not good. Um, the the kills are okay um but the 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 yeah the whole execution just it didn't entertain me i was pretty bored watching it in all honesty um just just there's, there's, there were some bits in it when i was like oh that's kind of fun um you know the whole doing the hundred acre wood and um you know there's this whole it's basically a a cartoonized reimagining of the friday the 13th concept you know that they're in the middle of nowhere and they're stuck with this this killer haunting this particular area, of a wood. You know that's that's what Jason always does. He, he haunts Camp Crystal Lake. Um, so the, you know it's it's the premise is something we know and people enjoy, but it just fell flat. Like I said, I was bored, and the bad acting took me out of it. Um, there was moments where I was just like. People don't react like that and I'll talk about it in spoilers but there's a thread line through this film that I am just tired of seeing in my horror movies. There seems to be a trend in horror movies at the moment that I'm just tired of seeing. It's just like, okay, we've done this before. Okay, can, can we come up with something else now? Um, but that's what all like film genres do, they find a, a popular thing and then they make as many movies as they can around it until they've bled every single drop of blood from that stone. Um. So, yeah, that's my non-spoiler review of the film. Uh, Rating-wise, I'd say, I don't know, like a four out of ten. Honestly, I was so bored. I was so bored <laughs> watching it. Yeah, I just yeah, it nothing stood out to me. But four out of ten, like I watched it, I, there was a couple of moments that I enjoyed, but overall, just not worth it for me. And that means I'm now going to go into spoilers. So spoilers from now, and um, if you want to see this film still, like I said, it is on Amazon. Um, if you if you're interested and you might you find it, you might have a bit of a laugh. Uh, I'd suggest watching it with people again, like I talked about with. In previous reviews, some films just work better when you watch them as a group. Uh, I talked about it on my Patreon episode for The Exorcist 2. But yeah, spoilers ahead. So this film starts off, like I said, in the non-spoiler section, because it's not a spoiler, uh, of a small animation explaining where Christopher Robin has been, what happened, and why Winnie the Pooh and all the others act the way they do. Um, So essentially... Like I said, Christopher Robert grew up, decided not to go back, um, and Winnie the Pooh and all the others start to go hungry. Um, they actually eat one of them. I think it's Eeyore they eat. Um, and then there's, there's um, Winnie the Pooh piglet. They don't really talk about Tigger. That um, They've become feral. Uh, they decide never to talk again. And they are now serial killers, apparently. And it cuts to Christopher Robin returning to 100 Acre Wood. Uh, years later, he's now married. He says he's, it's confusing though, because there's a moment where he calls her his wife, but then he also talks about marrying her. So there's a bit of inconsistency there. Um, and he's returning to the wood. He, he wants to go back. I believe he's been going through a lot of therapy. And um, his wife doesn't believe that any of it's real. And as, as, of course she wouldn't believe it's real, and that she believes that he had these very potent imaginary friends that he believes were real. Um and uh he is convinced that he will show her these real people, these real animals, these talking animals in the woods. Um and he wants to check on them and he's always worried about them and he feels guilty for leaving. Um now that this gives you a small snippet into one, essentially, a theme that they've tried to create with this film, which is people suffering from trauma. So in the non-spoiler section, I talked about how there's a theme in films going on at the moment, especially horror films, uh, and it's trauma. There is a lot of films where the basis for the film is set around trauma. I can name three off the top of my head. Uh, Hereditary, Midsommar, Smile, you know, they're all based around trauma. And even then, you've got other things like the ones about Boogeyman that's based around trauma. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of films based around people dealing with trauma. Um and malignant, another one. Um, and as much as I enjoy, you know, delving into situations like that and going. Oh, there's there's a, a monster that feeds on trauma, or there's a monster that creates trauma, and and wants it to spread, or whatever. But it's been played out a lot, and I, I'm just getting bored a bit. I, when I saw like the the trauma angle, I was like, oh, here we go again. Again, okay, that's what I talk about I've spoken about in previous episodes of originality. Um they the, the, yeah, had the original concept of making Winnie the Pooh a, a murderer, uh, but they had to base it around trauma because it's the hot ticket at the minute, um. So I was I was just a bit bored of that. Um, but they they come across so him and his wife, Christopher Robin and his wife, are going uh, you know into the woods. They're trying to find Winnie the Pooh. They come across a cabin, uh and Christopher Robin is convinced that this is Winnie's home. And he's like, this is it. This is where we used to stay. This is where we used to be. But he's like, but it's so different now, and it's so. Aged and it feels wrong and his, his wife or fiance again it, it it's a bit unclear you know is scared and she wants to leave and at this moment Winnie the Pooh shows up and they're like oh my god it's Winnie the Pooh Winnie the Pooh and Piglet show up and um, Winnie the Pooh's design is basically a redneck like a typical stereotypical redneck a big onesie Um, like a flannel shirt underneath the onesie. It's a guy in a mask, and it's this big yellow rubber mask that kind of looks like Winnie the Pooh. Obviously, he's been designed to look creepy, uh, even with, like, drawn-on eyebrows that look so strange. Uh, And he shows up, and he just starts fucking him up. And he absolutely murders uh, Christopher Robin's wife. And he... Christopher Robin is freaking out. You know, he's like, saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, my God, Winnie, stop. And he gets taken captive, dragged into a cave. And now we're somewhere else. So the first 10 minutes of the film is probably what most people were expecting for the entire film to be. But then we go somewhere else. It starts again, essentially. I mean, I feel like if they didn't do this start a bit, the reveal of Winnie the Pooh being the killer and everything, could have been a bit more exciting, a bit more like, oh, wow. That's how they've revealed it. And like, But we, we've seen him in action, full shown on camera, no hiding him. <laughs> there he is. Um, so, you know, again, you know, unoriginal, a bit let down. Not the. It's, it's, it's a good opening, uh, but then it's 10 minutes of the film and then we go somewhere else. And where we go is to a young girl She's gone through some kind of trauma. She's speaking to a therapist uh, about a trauma that she's had with a with, with um, a situation with a man. Um, doesn't really explain it at this point. We find out later on what's going on. And her therapist uh, suggests that she goes away, you know, go away and and, and have a trip and and um, get take your mind off it, enjoy yourself. You know, go away with your friends and 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 get away for a while. Uh, because we found out the trauma happened in her home, so the therapist feels if she goes somewhere else, she may be able to kind of process it and deal with it. Uh, so she organises a girls' trip. Ooh, girls' trip. Uh, I assume that's how women talk when they when they plan a trip. If anybody is uh, wants to correct me, send me a message, drop me a comment, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, um, they they she, so she organises this um, trip. Where she's essentially got in a house in one hundred acre wood, um, like a a uh, an Airbnb or something like that. Like I said before, uh, they're going off to to there, and her and a bunch of her female friends are going, uh, and obviously, of course, all the female friends are different stereotypes of kinds of character uh, that you will get uh, in friendship groups or in movies like this. Uh, so you have the girl who's traumatized, you have her best friend. Uh you have the girl who's by the looks of it uh does OnlyFans who's kind of hot and a bit of a bitch. Uh and you have uh yeah the, the uh another one who I can't remember. Um bit nerdy by the looks of it as far as I remember. She had glasses. Uh, so there's like a couple of them there. I think that's four or five of them. This is how kind of un- unmemorable they are. It does it's just it's just they're there. Um and they go to this cabin. It's more like a house. It's just like a rented house in the middle of the woods. Um, And one of their friends uh, gets lost on the way. Um, And so this is how they kind of bump up the kills and bump up the numbers. Uh, So they all arrive at this house and they kind of get there and they start like unpacking and undressing and getting kind of comfy and talking about what they're going to be doing there and having a good time. And the trauma girls are obviously being miserable Um, Because she's only got one emotion throughout the Italian film. Why would she have any kind of arc or character or be happy or, you know, go through anything other than feeling miserable? Um, And we cut back. So we're doing this for a while. And we cut back to the girl who's lost. She's ringing her friends, trying to find out where she is. She's clearly in the wrong place. She's clearly in a very run down place, which is where Winnie the Pooh is. Um, And... There's a kill here that is solely unnecessary for certain things. So this girl uh, is trying to find out where to go. She can't find the cabin and she comes across um, Winnie the Pooh and he attacks her. He grabs her and he uh, rips off her shirt in one fell swoop. And of course, she's not wearing a bra because you can't have a slasher movie without titties. Right. So you get some titties and um, he kind of uh, starts you know, trying to kill her and he ends up putting her face into a wood chipper Um so this is this where we talk about like the practical versus cGI so there's a practical effect of you know, this person being pushed into the wood chipper it's like no, it's looking good it's looking all right and then there's like it shows the the um the funnel uh, end of the wood chipper where the chips come out um and it's got like blood spraying out of it but it's clearly bad CGI blood and mush. It does not look good. Um, it it stands out quite a lot. It did to me when I was watching it. Um, yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay. That was really kind of just... T- completely took me out of it because it just looked stood out so much to me. Um, until we get that happen. And we go back to the house. Uh, the girls are all sat around... I- do I'm going to say this now? I'm probably going to get bits of this film out of order, or I, I'm going to skip over large ch- ch- chunks of it, um, where not much really happened, um, because it was boring. Um, when the girls try to um, check in, uh, you know they go to the um, they go to the office where they're supposed to check in, uh, get the keys. They bump into a, another cu- a couple who are obviously an older couple. Uh, in the like 40s or 50s, who are probably renting another part uh, house or cabin or something in the area, um, and yeah, that that they come into play later on. Kind of one of them does. Uh, they go into the house. You know, they saw this happening. So I forgot to tell you that bit. To apologise, um, they sat around drinking and talking about why we're really here. But it's, that's kind of like the, the accents and stuff. that, that, that It's British it's British actors, I think, or it's Americans doing British accents very poorly. Uh, but we'll talk about why we're really here. we we'll gonna talk about the reason why we've come up here today. Um, <laughs> sorry. It's fucking stupid. Um, and we find out what the trauma was that this woman went through. Because her friends has been a dick about it, especially the, the OnlyFans girl uh, is kind of like... Um, She's just there because she wants to take pictures and like she's got loads of skimpy outfits that she's brought with her. She just wants to go in the hot tub and get drunk and have a good time. Uh, and everyone else is kind of wanting to be there for this friend. Um, so we find out that someone was stalking her. Uh, so they were kind of... Uh, somewhat she, this woman started to notice that, notice that someone was outside of her house. Uh, I think someone was trying to contact her. It was really freaking her out. This kind of happened over a few nights. She'd look out the window and she'd think she'd see somebody there. Um, you know, she started noticing things were wrong in the house. And um, one night she woke up uh, because someone was standing over her bed, uh, trying to undress her. Um, you know, this is the big trauma that she went through. It doesn't really explain it more than that. Um, there's quite a few. It shows you visually what happened as well, and there's flashbacks and stuff. Um, But that's why they're there, because this girl has gone through this. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's a very traumatic thing to go through. Don't dispute that. Um, But it doesn't really come into play again. It's just just, that is the reason why they're there, Uh, because this girl has gone through this trauma, and uh, she's scared to be alone. She doesn't want to be in her house. And so these girls have come to this place. As this is going on, we've got more kills coming. So OnlyFans Girl doesn't really care. Obviously it doesn't actually say she does OnlyFans, but I just assume it's just one of them like that's how I envisioned her in my head because of her actions and the stuff that she brought with her. And you know, OnlyFans is fine, but it's just this her her character, she's a bit of a dick, unfortunately. Not painting girls like this in a good light, uh which is weird. I know people who do OnlyFans and they're not dicks. <laughs> so anyway, this girl is a dick. Um, and she goes outside to the hot tub on her own. She's like, fuck this, I'm going into the hot tub, I'm gonna have a good time. And she's in the hot tub uh, and she started taking pictures of herself. And um, there's, there's she, while she's in the hot tub, it's like mood lighting is there. It's like this very slow, uh, there's like this red light or something, this lighting on and it'll, it'll slowly turn off and turn back on at points, you know, creating a bit of drama. And she's in the hot tub and she's taking selfies. Uh, She's taking sexy selfies. Again, this is why I thought OnlyFans, she's probably making content. Um, And she's taking pictures. And she notices someone in the background of one of her photos, which is Winnie the Pooh. Um, At this point, this is where I'm like, people wouldn't act like this. Uh, She looks at the photo, clearly sees that there is someone in the background of this very large yard um, looking at her in in, in the bikini, in the hot tub and she's what the fuck is that and she looks around and she's like hello anyone here? and then eventually just kind of goes shrugs and goes eh, whatever and she goes back to taking pictures of herself and just back to chilling in the hot tub i'm like now you wouldn't you'd get out you'd be like running to the house and go oh my god there's someone in the woods what the fuck like guys we need to call the police or something you do you wouldn't just go oh well whatever it just wouldn't happen. Uh but Anyway, she's she stays in the hot tub, and eventually, like the flashing light is showing that Winnie the Pooh is getting closer and closer. And an altercation happens, and she comes face to face with Winnie the Pooh. She has to fight off, and she's running uh, for her life. Winnie the Pooh is trying to kill her. Um I think it's Winnie the Pooh, or it might be Piglet as well. Um, like there's only Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, by the way. Like, Eeyore, I I think they eat Eeyore. And Tigger is nowhere to be found. Which I don't understand, because Tigger was my favourite character of Winnie the Pooh. He's the energetic wild one with the bouncy tail. What's not a love? But you know, they didn't. They used it's just the two of them, Winnie the Pooh and, and Piglet. There's there's no other killers in this in this film. And again, they both look like rednecks with masks on. Um you know, the chasing happens, that the killing and the injuring of her, and she's trying to get away. She tries to get in a car. She tries to get away in the car, and she can't get away in the car. And eventually, she ends up in a position where she's on the on the floor in front of the car, and Winnie the Pooh drives over her head with the car. That's how he kills her. I don't know where Winnie the Pooh learned how to drive, but okay. Good job. I mean... Winnie the Pooh is now no longer free in it. Um, he's like seven foot tall, and um, so why not? Why can't you drive? Whatever. Um, this happens. Um, girls inside again. Things are going wrong. Uh, two of the girls eventually find their friend. Um, they all start freaking out. They want to escape, get away. Um, and they're trying to get away. The and they notice Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. When the pu and piglet starts to chase them uh one of the girls gets killed in a swimming pool so they end up in a, the swimming pool of this house uh piglet gets in the swimming pool and chases them down like I don't understand how he managed to catch up to them in full clothing carrying a sledgehammer and um, but he did uh, he managed to kill one of these girls in the swimming pool swings uh caves are heading in with a um sledgehammer you know when that kill actually happened I was like that's kind of cool so like I said there's moments in it I was like they thought they thought some stuff through they had, had ideas but the, the kind of overall package just didn't cohesively work for me um this happens uh, they run away to two girls that are remaining kind of run away um if I remember, someone gets a gun at one point um and they come across um christopher robin i believe so it seems he's been there for a while and it looks like winnie the pooh and piglet have been torturing him um he's he's been kept him alive i mean he doesn't look like he's been tortured for ages but apparently he has been um they don't they, they do a very weird job of cutting him loose And they find someone else as well. So they find the woman I mentioned at the start, who's like in her 40s and 50s, they find her tied up. Um, They find her tied up and she's been beaten and her face is all fucked up. Instead of untying her, they ask her evidence, So she has to explain how she ended up in this situation and what's been happening. Whilst tied up, like on her knees, arms stretched out style. Like it must have been very uncomfortable. They eventually untie her she basically states that um, uh, that um, Piglet has been beating her it's Piglet who's been doing this to her and every time she speaks and asks him why uh, he beats her more so it's trying to get that whole premise of they don't talk they do not talk and they do not listen to humans Uh, so they've been Beating her over and over again. She's completely fucked up. The question I kind of had when I was watching this is why do they kill some and kidnap others? Like, I can understand why they kidnapped Christopher Robin, but I don't understand why they kidnapped this woman and uh, tortured her when they killed the other ones just flat out. And they kind of free her. Uh, they they find um, piglet kind of comes along, and they give this girl the this woman the gun, and um, she tries to shoot piglet. She's like, can't believe this is you've, you've ruined my life. You've ruined my face. I'm so ugly now because she catches herself in the mirror. that happens to just be a mirror, and she's like, oh my god, I'm so ugly. I'm, I'm going to turn you into. I'm going to do to you what you did to me, and the gun is as either empty or not firing so uh, she's fucked winnie the pooh comes up behind her does the classic you know where she stumbles back and boom, bumps into winnie the pooh uh, and they uh, they kill her brutally um christopher robin uh was at the when the kind of when they heard the girl was like go help her go help go go help go go help your friend do do something um the girls manage to get a, a a car at some point, but before this, I think um, Winnie the Pooh. There's a shot where there's a way, where Winnie the Pooh kind of shows up. Um, Grap gets to one of the girls on the floor, and he's dripping honey all over. It. So he's got honey all over his face. So his face is always kind of like dripping. See how they're supposed to be. So it's I think it's supposed to like look like saliva is like dripping from his mouth, but it's honey. And there's a bit where he's hanging over this girl and, like, dripping honey all over her face, and it's supposed to be threatening and scary. Uh, But it looks like it just... It just looks like he's dripping cum on her face. (laughs) It's like... It looks like Piglet jizzed on his face, and now he's dripping it on her face. It's so fucking stupid. And, like... There's these... Altercations happen. The two girls manage to get in a car, and they try and escape... They're driving away, um, and they're clearly being chased by. They're being chased by um, Winnie the Pooh. Um, he seems to be like immortal, and he seems like not dying. And by the way, the gun might start working at some point, if I can remember correctly. And uh, he's like on the bonnet of the car, and he's he's on it. And they realize that they have brakes now, and they brake, and Winnie the Pooh goes flying. I think Piglet gets. Uh, uh, I, I don't even know what happens, but I can't even fucking remember. This is how like unmemorable this film is. I should have written notes. I'm sorry. But Piglet isn't there anymore for some reason. I think they fuck him up. Uh, they they do fuck him up for, for the girl. They're like, this is for her. And they fuck her up. Fuck him up, I think. If I remember correctly. Yeah, they're driven away. Uh, there's two of them. The girl who had trauma and one of her friends. And they're getting away. No, I think it's the best friend who was like, oh, yeah, we're here to support her. Uh, they get away. Uh, but, you know, Winnie the Pooh's chasing them. They manage to fling him off the car. Uh, at this point, three rednecks kind of show up. And um, don't know why three rednecks are showing up in the middle of a British wood. Uh, but they are. And they kind of... The girls can't, can't get the... They're kind of explaining to these three guys that they're being chased by this monster. And Winnie the Pooh shows up, who seems to be even taller now. Um, there's some words to mention about Winnie the Pooh's design... Um so the, all these animals were supposed to be starving. It's kind of why they do what they do. They're like they were starving to death and so they kind of resorted to cannibalism and murder uh, to kind of get food. Um Winnie the Pooh the the character model, I'm not seeing the actor who plays him, so it might not be it might be padding has the biggest gut. <laughs> he has so like he's a bit he's, he's a chubby guy, he's, he's got a fat belly. You know, and it's like, can't be that starving. I and mean, that's a lot. It takes a lot of food to do that, consistently <laughs> to do that. Um, so it's just like, even the designs aren't like matching the story. Um, and they've, all their clothes are very clean and tidy as well. Like Winnie the Pooh and, and like Pickle, they don't look dirty. They don't look like they're living in the woods and feral. They look like they're washing their clothes. And they've gone, like, to Primark and got new shirts and stuff. Um, anyway, these three guys, Winnie the Pooh clearly isn't dead. And he stood there, like, and they, they kind of, like, go to threaten him and tell him to fuck off and leave the girls alone. Um, and, you know, uh, Christopher Robin is involved here as well. Um, he's He's around. <laughs> Um, these three rednecks obviously just get destroyed by winning the pool. This is the big climax, the big, big everything. Everyone's getting murdered and it's mayhem and it's massacring. Uh, the, car, the girls try and get away in the car. And obviously, at this point, the car doesn't start. Um, the two girls uh, are fighting and one of them, again, another one gets killed. Uh, so there's only the girl who's traumatized left and Christopher Robin. Uh, and there's a moment where Christopher Robin kind of, Uh, speaks to winnie the pooh he said i'm sorry i'm sorry i left please please don't hurt them like i i i i can come back i want to take care of you i've missed you and winnie the pooh who um said he would never talk says two words he says you left um and he kills the girl the traumatized girl and it kind of rings out on Christopher Robin's screams and cries. Like, oh, God, no, no, no. Um, and I mean, like, I don't get why Christopher Robin's so fucking bent up about someone he's never met before. Um, I don't know. Like, it's it's a strange scenario. But, yeah. And that's the end of the film, pretty much. I did leave bits out, of course. Like I said, again, I've done reviews before. Um, if you're interested in watching it and seeing every scene and every kill that happens and how they happen um do go see it it's all like i said i've watched it on amazon prime i think it was at like three pound 49 to rent it um but this is not a good movie there is so much they could have done with this premise and i i thought about this like when i was watching it i was like i would have, again i would have much preferred not to have the 10 minute opening scene um so we could have gone like so we didn't know that Winnie the Pooh was out and about. We didn't know Christopher Robin had been kidnapped by them. Uh, we didn't. We, we, if we were kind of slowly got revealed that and then Christopher Robin kind of explained things that were happening when the girls came across him it would be that bit more of a mystery thing it would put a bit more suspense in there. You didn't have to show Winnie the Pooh in his full glory like straight away. Um, you could have put the other characters in it. Tigger especially I think would have been great in this. It could have been very Stu Marker from Scream. You know unhinged, psychotic kind of character. It would have been great. The whole no talking thing. It's just because they're doing uh masked slashers. That they're literally doing Jason Voorhees. They're doing Michael Myers. You know, they're doing masked flashes. Slashers. flashes Oh, they're completely different. But <laughs> they're doing masked slashes You know, so they're just following a formula. They're following a a beat by beat box tick all right, we need this, we need this, we need titties, we need no talking, we need masks, uh, we need uh, a location, location, uh, we need um, X, Y, Z. That's what they've done. Uh, it's varied by the numbers. Um, I had this thought of, well, maybe they could have done it where these people go to the woods for whatever reason, they go stay in a cabin. And then one by one, something is hunting them, something is killing them, and they don't know what it is. And uh, it turns out to be Winnie the Pooh and the gang. And instead of having them silent killers who with creepy masks that aren't creepy and trying to be creepy, make them as they were, make them talk the way they used to talk, the same, imagine Winnie the Pooh's voice, but saying really violent, disgusting things. It would be creepy. Um, And have it as though maybe they're feral, maybe they're rabid, you know, maybe, maybe there's something wrong where they they don't understand. They think they're playing. They think they're playing just like they used to play with Christopher Robin. And they think they're just having a good time. And all these people have come to see them in, in 100 Acre Wood. Um, but actually, they're com- committing horrendous kills. But they're speaking about it like as if they're having normal playtime. That would add creep factor to it. Uh, and you, instead of making Piglet this Big, huge, lumbering guy. You could have him as this little, small character still, uh, and maybe even have it as you know, Piglet isn't rabid and he's terrified, and but he's the lackey who's trying to just survive. Or you know, you've got you, you missed Eeyore out, um, the the depressed, the depressed, most depressed donkey in the world. Have it maybe Eeyore's finally snapped one day, and 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 uh, is is taking his depression out. On people. So they've all got their own different motivations. So there's so many other things you could have done. Um, imagine someone getting impaled with Tigger's tail. Like, come on. He bounced tail through him, and then, <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> My impressions are terrible. But you know, you, there's so much more they could have done with it. But what they did is they stripped it down to its bare necessities and turned it into a generic slasher. And that's a shame. Like I said, four out of ten from me, because there's just so much more. And the characters were bad. The bad acting, the the forced trauma of why they're all there. You could have literally just said they're having a girls' weekend away. You don't need to go with the trauma angle because it doesn't play any further into the film. It doesn't add anything to like it doesn't like she isn't there. Isn't bits where like she they're all locked in a room and Pooh is trying to knock down the door that like they're bringing, and she's. She could help them by opening the, the opening a window or something to get out, but she's so traumatized, she's having panic attacks and she's having flashbacks that she can't do it. So the tension is raised. You could have had scenes like that, but they didn't. They don't. Um, they don't play on the themes that they introduce. So that's why it's not a very good film. Some people might enjoy it just simply because it's dumb fun. Uh, but me I, I wanted more I, I needed a bit more from it uh, but in the end you know it's Winnie the Pooh as a murderer Um you may not know that they are also doing a sequel it was so successful it made enough money that they have a sequel and it's been given a bigger budget they announced it the other day um, so that's kind of why I have done this episode because of that announcement um, but yeah uh here we go. Winnie the Pooh, four out of ten. And that is my review of Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. Um feel free to tell me how you thought about it. Um uh, go to my Instagram, uh Boogie underscore man underscore dh. Um and you know, drop me a message or leave a comment on uh, my post about this episode that's going to be going up. Um and yeah, um, you know, if 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 you liked it, I, I would really like to know. Or what you thought about it, please tell me. Uh, but for me, it just fell short. It could have been a lot better than it was, other than a generic slasher. But um, well, that is the review, guys. Uh, I, Like I said, I can't just review films that I think are going to be good. This is my genuine thought. I genuinely wanted to watch this film. I was very curious about it, and this is just how I feel about the film. Um, I will be, like I said, with new episodes every Wednesday... Um, that will be coming out and also be adding patreon episodes i'm just trying to find out a few things i could really share to you uh, on the patreon that would make it worth that little bit of extra content and if like i said if, if you haven't didn't know already i am on patreon and i've set it up there as a support for the channel so if you enjoy these reviews um please if you could go over and uh, To the Patreon and add a little bit of extra support there. Keeps the lights on, keeps me renting and buying movies so I can carry on doing reviews. Uh, This starts as little as $3 a month. And from there, you will get extra bonus episodes, uh, like uh, reviews (laughs) of. Uh, Other films, such as The Exorcist 2, which is up there now, which I did with a a guest, a friend of mine. Um, I'll be doing movie commentaries, uh, and I will also be doing kind of little docu-episodes on things uh, that I find interesting in the horror genre. Uh, And uh, you'll also get access to the the private Discord server, and you'll even get to get a shout-out on the show and ask me a question that I will read on the podcast, uh, depending on what level you join at. If you can't do that uh, and join at the Patreon, you can support the channel by simply uh, leaving a five-star review, sharing it with a friend or on social media, or even simply just uh, like following my Instagram and giving a uh, the posts a like. It is so helpful you don't even realize. Um, Yeah, like especially like a couple of people with five-star reviews, and that's just it's 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 made me feel so good i'm so thankful for everybody that has done that and everybody's support so far i i'm loving this and i want to keep this up as long as possible um yeah i said every week i will be doing a new episode uh until then happy watching it's all true the boogeyman is